Hello and welcome to RPG Quest, a podcast where we play one-shots of all kinds of different uh, RPG systems. And this week we are playing Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. I am Chris and I will be your game master. But of course the real stars of the show are our brave heroes. Say hello, heroes. Hello. Hello. Hi again, I'm JD. I'm playing Rudolf Sperl. Warrior Priest of Moor, ready to slay demons and just generally kick ass. I am Amber. I will be playing Daisy Doobles, your humble peasant. G'day, I'm Liam J. Cottrell, and once more I am jumping back into the childish role of uh, Mikkel Sealer. The seaman. The seaman. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the only thing that's ever <laughs> going to be reinforced about Mikkel. <laughs> And I am uh, Torin McClellan as Dominique Lefrancois. Very, very attractive male model. Mm, love it. Love to see it. Well, in the last session of Night of Blood, the four of you were traveling by coach down south, uh, away from uh, Ubersrack, along muddy paths through the forest, following alongside a river heading southward. But your coach was attacked, tipped sideways as you were ambushed by mutants and beastmen under the cover of the storm. You managed to fight them off, killing some and scaring away the rest, although taking some injuries yourself. And uh, under the night and through the storm, you headed up this muddy path until finally you came to what appeared to be a tavern just on the horizon, sitting in between the road and this river to the right and you could just make out from the distance just the dim light of lamps inside although the tavern itself is surrounded by a very high fence maybe 12 to 15 feet it does seem like there are people inside sheltering from the storm and if you're to get out of danger and just into comfort um, this seems to be the place that you would want to head uh, Dominique is sprinting for, for the building of course. Mikkel is kind of half supporting Rudolph, I think he was at this point, or and possibly Daisy. I think they were both kind of limping along in pain at some point, weren't they? Yeah, you'd both taken yes, injuries, I... right? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely up and walking, and I would definitely take your assistance and uh, mumbling words of concern as you're dragging me towards this inn. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Gov. Hurry up, yeah? We don't want to be caught with any more of those things out there, you know? And uh, yes, as you um, head towards this tavern on the horizon, uh, very much a welcome sight for our weather-worn travellers uh, on this foul night. The main gates are closed, and as you get closer, they seem to be securely locked. And you can just see the sign and beyond these gates, just above the front door, the symbol of a hooded man. Like that's the bar's logo sort of thing, like their sign, a hooded man? Yes. We see a hooded man. No, no, you see a wooden symbol above the door swinging in the storm right. of a hooded man. The name of this tavern, or this riverside inn. Oh. Is it any particular, like, religion, or...? Oh, no, it's just a cool name. Linked to anything? Oh, right. It's not a reference to anything, um, really. And can we see others in tavern like does the tavern appear to be like open and you know currently serving the, people the gate in sorry the gate is closed and locked but as you peer through the bars you can see that 
like just the, the, the slight illumination of lamp lights on the first floor. You can all make a listen check. It'll be di- a hard difficulty for everyone, except for Dominic Francois, which will just be challenging, just a standard. Can't see it on my sheet. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I think it's under. Per- would you roll perception? So, so my talent that that is acute sense hearing. It says you may make uh, perception tests. It's just a perception so test, perception. but we're saying as um as a hearing. Right. Yeah. Ah. So if you roll perception, That's a hard one. Hard difficulty. Yes. Mine is just challenging. Just challenging for Dominique, because you have the acute hearing feet. I did very well with a fourteen. Yeah, I did, did not with a 43, so that's three failures for me. And failure for Daisy Doobles. Just hearing this muttering in her ear the other side of her. Mm. <laughs> As you all sort of stand against this fence and try and peer and listen in, uh, it's impossible to, to hear over the thunder and over the storm, but Dominic, you just drew a few breaks in the thunder and the, and, the, and the wind, you do hear a little bit of sound, not coming from the inn, but actually you hear sort of loud neighs and kicks coming from the stables. Horses seem to be upset by something. The stables, it sounds like they're coming I... from the back corner. You can't see the stables through, this, through the front, from where you are at the front, but you can, you can also sort of circle around the fence in the tavern as well. I turn to the group and say uh, there is something spooking the horses um, yeah well it's, it's all this rain and thunder isn't it horses don't like thunder is that what spooks horses I don't know I, I've never done it, anything with the horse it's too dirty for me that does not surprise me at all look, we can go have a look here uh, worst case we can uh, maybe calm them down a bit Oh, I will. I'll be getting into this this place. That's for sure. Even if I have to burst through it, let's <laughs> let's look around. Let's see if there's a back entrance. Beautiful. So as you look to your left, you know there's trees and nothing. But as you look to your right, as you see the river that runs sort of parallel with the road that you are following, you also see a um, like a little ferry and a uh, uh, well, the ferry and a little small building next to. The riverbank as well which looks like a ferry room i mean do we have to go to the back like i just want to get some wine and a bed i just i think daisy will start trying to just like sort of hammer with her fists for a bit and then start shoulder barging the door see if there's any give she's a <laughs> she's a big strong lad lad yeah. <laughs> lass <laughs> and i'd probably um yell out uh, asserting authority or, or of some kind that uh oh as a warrior priest, that they should demand to open the door. Of course. As you try and scream over the storm, Rudolph, Daisy, uh, you can give me a an athletics check. Uh, I am going to say this would be a hard, actually a very hard difficulty. Oh, come on. This is very a chained hard. up fence. <laughs> seen the image of Daisy Tuple. She is thick and strong. So let's do it then. She's built for it. Tough. Exactly. Oh, that's a, uh, that's a critical failure. Oh! Not <laughs> only failed, but critically failed. <laughs> <laughs> I 
You think that means you just have a heart attack and die, does it not? Yes, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it means. Careful, Warhammer rules, that's pretty brutal. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have been surprised, honestly. <laughs> I, I knock myself out. <laughs> I, I slip as I hit the uh, wall with my shoulder, and I hit my head and knock myself out. <laughs> collapse into a collapse like a sack of shit. <laughs> now you guys have that to deal with as well. <laughs> Which, you know, it's, I'm fucking... I'm, not doing any less or more harm by just being there, so it's fine. <laughs> you rip part of your sleeve as you try and barge this 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 fence this fence open. You can't it's, this gate. So long, just so that no one makes size twenty four. It's, <laughs> it's like yes, so that, won't, that will not mend easily. <sighs> so many hours. It's really hard to thread a needle. Oh wait, no, I'm passed out. I'm, I'm not talking. No, you know, you're not passed out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fine, I'm just gonna torture. It's like, oh, it's threading the needle was the hardest thing with these hands. It's, oh, it's such fine work. It took hours just <laughs> to thread that needle. Um, but as oh, you guys look around, looking around at the rest of the men <laughs> for any bright ideas. Don't look at me. I look if we if, if we just want talk, some... maybe. If we just want some uh, some some shelter, then why don't we just go up and, and just stay in the ferry house? Yeah, we don't have to go inside. We can just stay there. This door, this gate's all locked up as it is. Yes, perhaps the storm will not last too much longer. The seamen may have a point. <laughs> I beggars can't be choosers. As you say that, Rudolph, yeah. lightning strikes even closer, and the wind picks up double. I like Shriek, but I'm hoping that the lightning covers that kind of very unmanly yell and un uh, through the uh, the lightning strike. I think Dominique just fully does Shriek, and it's very feminine, and he's fine with it. Uh, do you guys head towards? Everyone freaks. Do you guys head towards this ferry jump house? We run towards that uh, ferry house. Yes. <laughs> Lumber our way down there. No problem. Um, give me, as you go sort of rush close towards this ferry house, whoever wants to can give me just a challenging perception. Uh, yeah. Really getting used to seeing failure when I do checks in this uh, world. I was thinking that. Ooh. Oh, there we go. Exactly. <laughs> the number I made. Marginally succeed. And I love when it, yeah, when it's green, it's like, <laughs> you marginally. <laughs> oh, like, thanks. No. Don't get you too succeeded. happy. You didn't do that yeah. great. You just I'm barely made it. <laughs> so that's uh, failures from Dominique and Rudolph, but successes from Daisy and from uh, Mikkel. So as you rush, charge towards this ferry house, uh, as you get closer, uh, Rudolph and Dominique, the door is open, just ajar. It's sort of banging in the wind, and you charge right in. Daisy and Mikkel, as you're sort of following up the rear, um, you actually notice as you're running towards the ferry house as well, a trail of blood from inside the ferry house leading out into the muddy path that you're currently running over as though something has been dragged from the ferry house someplace else. Although it's currently getting washed in the rain and the mud. Easy will definitely sort of like look across to Mikhail and catch his eye, I imagine, to sort of like that's not a good sign. I a struggle. 
Yes. I sort of sniff into the air and to try and see if I can smell the stench of beastmen and detect. Uh, don't, don't rush straight in there. That's beard. I, oh, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, lads. It's all right, lads. I think they're already in there, yeah? Worst case, they'll run into it. We might be able to still get over that wall. Uh, that's that's true. Better better them there and us with a bit of running distance. Rudolph and Dominique, as you get to the ferry room and open the door, just as they mention this this trail of blood, you sort of look in, and um, lightning strikes, illuminating the room for a brief moment, and you do see. It looks like there's been struggle inside. Uh, some of the furniture is overturned, but there is no sign of any uh, people, beastmen or otherwise, in here. Um. Uh... Is there anywhere? Is there a bed? Is there any? What does the furniture look like? It, there is. There is a little bed that's been overturned. Just kind of like well, it's actually just kind of um, you know a, a, a straw and uh, a straw stuffed you know mattress and stuff on the floor. But that's all being kicked up, and there's a chair and table that's been knocked over. Okay. Well, Dibs. Uh, <laughs> um, I'd probably be a little alert. The fairy is still. Um, Attached, I assume. I was about to say, is the ferry still tied there? The the raft is still there, yes. Is it a covered raft or an open raft? It's an open raft. And I, I turned to... I, have uh, you two followed down to where we walked down in front of you? I'm seeing nothing jump out at you, I would. I would um, look back and ask our uh, seaman friend, is this craft seaworthy? Probably never been on water, really, at all. Well, Gavar, uh, she's floating, yeah? I best of my knowledge I say so you have to push out into the water though I don't suppose that's probably a good idea at this point in time. Astute observation my young son and I look to see if uh, I see the the struggle of it does it look like one person has kind of been dragged would, would that be definitive or is it just there's so much water and muck and uh, um, crap it's, it's hard to sort of tell give me a what is Warhammer's sort of version of um you know, investigation, kind of discerning information uh, from, yeah. from a situation. Um, I think there probably is... Uh, There's intuition, but... Mm. Otherwise, just perception, right? Like, mm. that's sort of a... Well, a perception's sort of like what... Yeah, perception's kind of like what you can see. I want to sort of know what you can perceive. defer. But yeah, just make a perception. There's like, there's research as well, whether that's, like, studying or whether mm. that's... Yeah, there must or, be something that's a bit Or track if it's something to do with, like... Yeah, true. Ooh, yes. I'll uh, tell you what, yeah. I, I will allow you to do, um, to use track. I will allow you to use perception. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I will I allow you to also um, use intuition as well. Any of those that you want to. Intuition is probably like, it's more of a vibe check. Like, yeah. are these people about to betray me or is something? But I'll allow you to use intuition or, or perception or, or some kind of tracking skill in this they situation as well. Probably all be the same number unless you've got any bonuses on any of those. Yeah, they are the same. Did you say a challenging <laughs> or uh, something a bit harder? Just challenging. Yeah, I'm going to, I think just in the way that Rudolf acts, he's going to use his intuition to try and envisage what this struggle would have entailed and how successful if it's one or two, you know, that kind of vibe of like it really went bad or um, mm. if we're dealing with like a larger number of... Uh, Ooh, opinions. two successes. Beautiful. Um, Rudolph, I imagine you kind of sniff the air and try and figure out what's going on. Um, it looks as though the ferryman was dragged out of here in his sleep. Well, from his bed 
kicking, probably by two people, but no more than that. Like pick up his nightcap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this little starch, little nightcap with a little um, <laughs> pomp on the top. <laughs> One slipper. Not, uh, e- easy night for our ferryman. I do not like the idea of leaving the weak defenseless, but I also do not like us out in this storm. This is, this is fine. I've stayed in a lot worse barns than this. This looks cosy. Now the rain at the very least. Somewhere safe and dry. Yes, I, I, I don't think you should leave me alone. I am very weak, you know. Yeah, look at him. He's a beautiful man I've ever seen, but he's just skin and bones. I look at the size and the height of everyone and I go, but perhaps the boy could uh, be a void scene. Uh, maybe we could get a little closer to have a peek. Wait, Gav, you volunteering me, yeah? Well, yeah so, um, What's all this then? For the, for the greater good, my son. All what? eyes watch us and judge us. Every day is a chance to prove ourselves in the eyes of more. All right then. Yeah, look, I suppose I can be <laughs> a bit sneaky if I need to be. Truth be told. Although we would need not to meta play, we would need you to manage this craft, I assume, because none of us would know what the hell we're doing. Yeah, I do. I can row pretty well. <laughs> um, do you do you guys want to give me just a general kind of um? I mean, you you would know from local law, right, that little roadside stays like this, little roadside inns like this are usually spaced a day apart. So, if you were to jump on this raft and sail oh, okay. either way, you'd be sailing for a you know, maybe you'd move a little bit quicker than a horse, but all these little these little taverns are, are placed a day apart up the road because it's basically, you know, you stop at the end of the journey, you, you know, you have a rest, you get up the next morning, then you travel for eight hours and then get to the next place and that kind of thing in between any sort of major cities. So in terms of um, places to stay or, or towns, um, I mean, you don't know the area too well. There might be random little hamlets and stuff here and there. But in terms of this main road or travelling up the river, it could be a full day up the river before you find another place. How is the is the door to this little thing, the little uh, shack, like battered and like destroyed, or is it... It's slightly fallen off the engines. Oh, Daisy's, Daisy's already in and bunkered down and like, you know, <laughs> comfying herself in a corner. In the bloodied <laughs> sheets. Yeah. <laughs> Look, now, now I, sure now, I think blood on the walls. It's fine. Now I see your picture isn't actually nice little uh, pink motifs. It's just <laughs> oh, yeah, blood. it's blood stains from slaughtering the chickens <laughs> and the, the pigs. What do you think happens on a farm? I'm a peasant. Life is hard. <laughs> Get your hand ready. Dominicos, uh, Daisy, I, I, mm, no, ah, uh, no, it's, no. It's airy. Good ventilation in here. There's fresh water outside. It's out of the rain. I, you're so fussy. I think while they're having this discussion, Raquel might slip out and uh, do a quick skirt around that uh, little inn. Yes, for sure. Um, you see, I, there's. Um, I'll reassure you by saying I'm keeping watch, but I'm just like poking my head out of the door. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as you step out of this little ferry house that rests right on the river there, you see that there's a little fork and there are two paths going on. The blood trail drags out a few feet, but because of the rain and the mud and the storm, it's impossible to determine 
where it goes. But there's this little fork in the paths. One of them leads back to the front entrance that you know to be locked. But as you look to the right fork that leads off to the southern end of this, the, the, the other side the corner of this um, fence that circles the tavern and this whole lot, um, that gate doesn't seem to have a lock on it. Okay. As I get closer to that, I'll kind of, like, see if there's any, like, can I have a look and use, like, tracking to see if there's, like, any drag marks or anything going in to that area, or...? Yeah, yeah, you can give me a, um, a perception or, or tracking. Uh, what, a challenging? I will say hard, just because of the rain and, and everything. Hell no. Astounding failure. <laughs> it's, it's so muddy. 92. It's so dark and muddy. It's impossible. But you do, really, as, you, as you're sort of scoping out this tavern, you see the, the light on the bottom level there. It's a two-level... Um, in, but you noted by something that Dominique said earlier, you do hear the disturbance of horses in the stables in the far other corner. You could just hear them over the sound of the storm. These horses sounding very spooked and worried. So then this gate is open, you said, yeah? It's not open, but it's not locked. You can push it open. As you give it a little push, it, it creaks open. Right, I might do that then. Um... And I'll kind of make my way quietly towards where the horses are. Sure, towards the stables, of course. Um, if you're trying to go quietly, give me a stealth. I will say, though, because you're doing this under the cover of storm, um, under the cover of the storm, this will be an easy, easy challenge. I haven't got anything under stealth. Like, stealth is an option underneath ride, but I've got nothing underneath uh, Well, if you don't have stealth as a skill, it will just be um, agility. AG. Oh dear. It's the base skill. But that's okay, it's an easy... You said this is going to be easy. So a plus, easy is a plus 40. Why would you say it's okay? (laughs) I told you. I told you. Couldn't go wrong. I did, I was four off. (laughs) My target number was 66 and I got a 70. Oh my god. Okay. As you sort of approach the stables, um, which are in the far sort of north east corner of this lot, the far corner, the opposite corner to where the actual tavern is in this fenced off little lot, um, you hear um, that the horses are restless. You hear these loud neighs and kicks as you get closer. You sort of get closer to the door and go to peek in and you see feasting on the body of a dead stable boy. What appears to be some kind of giant spider. But then you realize as it notices you and it rears its head up to turn and look back, it is not a spider, it's a mutant. It's a human body with a human head and arms with the legs of a spider protruding from it. And it turns to look at you and to charge. Oh dear. That's not good. Um, Miguel would be trying to leg it at that point in time. Absolutely, please. I feel like that would be the very smart thing to do as you see this spider begin to chase after you as you run through the mud back towards the gate and back towards the ferry house. Give me, uh, please, an athletics... (laughs) Uh, because of the rain and the mud, I'm going to add a, uh, a minus 10 to that. It's going to be difficult. 
Oh god, this is basically impossible for me to pass. Don't say that. <laughs> I needed a 17 and I got a 25. As you rush out of the stables and in beeline for this, this gate through the mud and through the yard, back out to the ferry room, um, you kind of slip a little bit ugh, and fall in the mud and kind of pull yourself back up and maybe just peek back over your shoulder to see if this spider mutant is following after you and right at that so point. As I do that, mm. as I do that, before you kill me, <laughs> I'm going to spend a point of fortune to bump that oh. marginal failure to a past. So I can, with, when you spend a fortune, you can use it to add one success level to a test after it's rolled. So that will mean I pass the test. Amazing. Oh, incredible. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so good. You see that this thing's sort of chasing after you. And as you sort of slip and turn back to see it, you see it like goes to jump towards you and it stops for a second and realize one of its spider legs is caught in the stable door. And it looks back and kind of spends a quick moment trying to pull its leg out, giving you just enough time to scramble up and run back to the fairy house. Ah, the, the seaman is returning. Good news, Very, I <laughs> At top speed, he is returning. And yeah. you can just hear- He's moving a bit quick. And you just hear the rain and thunder, and then you see his mouth moving. And then as he gets closer, he just see, Oi, you lot, you want to get up here? There's a your giant mutant spider coming through behind me. He's not lying. And you can see it. in the mud and whips out his, uh, what is it? His sling as he starts whipping it, puts a stone in it and starts getting ready to whip it around. This it thing looks at Dominic and is like, still not coming in. Nice and cozy, spider free. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that, uh, you should probably go punch the spider um, <sighs> with your big, around dirty, here. grubby mullers, and <laughs> I, I, I will stay here. Hey, these I, dirty, I, grubby mullers are going to keep you safe, boyo. Yes, yes. Mikael um, and obviously Rudolph being standing in the doorway, sort of semi-keeping watch, um, you see that this spider thing is um, only yards right behind Michael Sealer ready to, to, to pounce and attack. Uh, so I would like initiative from everyone. Now, I kind of struggled with initiative last time. I think we will roll for initiative because I don't like the idea of everyone being stuck in the same order every single time. I think that's not not quite fun. Oh, so what, what I was thinking we could do um, and what makes most sense for, for me is to roll 1d10 and add your... Um, your initiative modifier, which should be like a, a plus two or a plus three. So if you just roll like 1d10 plus three, and um, we'll arrange it in order from highest to lowest. The initiative is the I, is that right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Dominic fast on his feet. Three, so I'm 11, sorry. Oh, nice. 11 for Daisy Doobles. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Those of you outside, as you see this spider mutant approaching you, he looks at uh, Michael Sealer and he looks at Rudolf Spurl. He says, hi, what would you like? No, just kidding. He just goes, 
and uh, Daisy, you hear this from outside. It is your turn first to jump into action, but you are in by the bed in the ferry house. I think that's very much that uh, mid-conversation of talking to Dominique, just being like, oh, I have to go punch everything around here. Pretty, but ain't worth a spit. God, pulling up her rubby, blood-covered, <laughs> not embroidered with pink, but blood-covered her sleeves, and starts stamping out the door to, like, get a look at her, what she's actually about to punch. And then when she sees it, she'll just straight-up ham-fist swing <laughs> at it, probably. Haymakers. Exclusively haymakers. <laughs> I see, I imagine the old uh, Lisa Simpson windmill. Hold <laughs> <laughs> up by the Bart Simpson kick. <laughs> You've got weapons, Daisy. You've got weapons. Oh, that's... Got, I, she's got guns. You've got... You, I, mean, I mean, your fists are weapons. Very good ones. But you also have a dagger and... Actually, you have a basic hand weapon. Um, and the thing with basic hand weapons is I'll let you decide... They all do the same damage mechanically. I'll let you decide what your basic hand weapon is. It could be a club or a little or a little sword oh, or, yeah, or an axe. Like, well, you said when they're like a little, you know, hut that has like, you know, probably it's a bit shabby. If there's like one of the planks or like a two by four or something, she'll definitely get that up. <laughs> Just, oh, yeah, sure. I'm talking about the weapon that you the weapon that you already had. You did you did have a hand weapon oh, already, your own okay. hand weapon already. That could be your weapon. But that, you, I mean, your weapon could <laughs> just be a knife. nail. Just a really nice bit of wood, yeah. Oh, you know what? It would, it would be uh, no. It's a it's a cast iron pot. That's what it would be. The classic cast Amazing. iron cast iron fry pan. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's a hundred percent what my hand weapon is. So I'm just fucking swinging that thing. Yeah, handed down generation to generation. Yep. You should see the seasoning shine on it. so daisy you emerge from this ferry house to join rudolph and uh mikkel still out in the rain in that little section of the path in front of the ferry house and you see this spider legged they're like spider legs but they have tentacle suckers on them so they're like half spider half kind of octopus this this mutant standing there ready to attack. Hey, smack the ever-loving shit out of it. Hopefully, I, I, <laughs> I definitely attempt to. What's the um, difficulty for that one? Still just one-on-one, uh, as the others haven't really joined the fray yet. Um, so it would just be a... Um, challenging, like, neutral. Challenging, yes, neutral. Hey, I marginally succeeded. I, I succeeded, barely. He is going to try and defend, though, as he tries to dodge out of the way. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. It's an outstanding, Easy. no, an Bull astounding rush. failure. An astounding failure. As this, well, this this giant legged mutant tries to duck out of the way, you just <laughs> connect with your uh, pan, dealing seven plus opposed success level. So it's going to be a 16, isn't it? It's going to be a 16. <laughs> that's, that's astounding. Good old Daisy. Damn. She's got her strengths. Limited, but strong. <laughs> well, hmm, 
this sheet is uh, very, very obviously wrong. Because um, it shouldn't have been a zero. Let's put the target number as a zero. It should have been for a dodge. The target number should be 30 for this guy's dodge. It's still going to be an incredible failure. It's going to be a minus six, not a minus nine. That's still going to be 13. 13 points of damage. Still ridiculous. Oh, that's, I mean, this is incredible. As you connect, bang, straight in the side of the head with this fry pan. Remember to add your advantage. Yes, um, everyone, remember to keep track of your advantage. Your advantage now, as you made a successful attack, Daisy Doobles, ticks up to one. Should have a little advantage tracker there on the combat page. I do. I imagine it's just the home run bat sound from Super Smash Bros. (laughs) 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 Um, His toughness is three, which is going to absorb three points of that. So you're going to deal 10. You're going to take off 10 wounds off this thing as you smash it upside the head you see a few teeth fly out as the side of the 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 cheekbone splits open and blood sprays out across this thing's face it is its turn hold on just before you do uh, go i just dropped a link into the chat for everybody as well um that shows you how you can spend your fate fortune resilience and resolve which might be very important for you right now daisy if this mm. thing hits you and hurts you a lot because you can spend your fate to literally say, wait, how did that miss? And you just completely avoid the incoming damage from an attack. Nice. Yes. So that might be very, very helpful for you. Yeah, no, that's that's a very good timing. <laughs> yeah. A bit of information. All right. Um, yeah, this spider mutant, it turns to you and you see it has in one of its, curled up in one of its little sucker spider legs, this large... Um, club that it's going to swing out and try and hit you with Daisy. You can use your pan to defend. My fry pan. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's it's the to and fro of the combat with the frying pan. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Some marginal success. Plus one. So I'd like a uh, weapon roll from Daisy Doobles. Hell yeah. Ooh, I just nailed it. Success level three. So, yeah, to its one. So you, as this thing brings its club down towards Daisy Doobles, you put the pan up and clank. This club bounces right off. Uh, You see this happening, little Mikel Sealer, out in the storm, and you're only feet away. So Mikel, um, realising Daisy's been dropped twice already today and that uh, Rudolph probably is in no form to be fighting either realizes that this is a shot that he will not fail. I'm going to spend that point of of resilience to trigger (laughs) my I will not fail to roll a natural one on my uh, sling bullet. Oh, yeah. So are we outnumbering it two to one in that respect, I would imagine? Uh, Yes, you are outnumbering it two to one. Uh, Which means that will give me a success threshold... Normally it would be plus three. Well, it would be a plus five threshold. So I believe just flat out, I'll just do straight 11 damage. Amazing. Do you want to roll until, to see, just anyway, to see where, which body part you hit? Well, it's, I rolled a one. Oh, yes, I choose of course. what I rolled. One to nine. Yes, sorry. One to nine is head. 
So you just, I mean, from very close range, just lean back and swing this sling and straight into the skull and the skull breaks open kind of like an overripe watermelon as the insides just burst out and this thing collapses on top of Daisy. You're right, that lasts. Ah, the spiders don't quite get back the same back in the village. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Just, oh, it's everywhere now. <laughs> Wiping of muck off of herself. You do holy work there, Daisy. Every dead foe strengthens my faith in you. I was, was the young lad. I just clanged it good. Uh, I put my sort of arm and tap on Mikhail Sila. Yes, Sigma guides you, my young friend. I, I don't think... No, 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 Gav. I don't think you mean Sigma, yeah? It's uh, not, not the right god. The god of the sea is the one I'm after. She's the one that guides my hand, yeah? Uh, yes, there are a lot of gods, and everyone is uh, very religious. Can we go to the inn now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, we should probably go check those horses. My liking. <laughs> I will um, try and... I don't know what state this creature is in, but uh, uh, leaving a body out exposed is a... Uh, invites more chaos and heretics, and we'll try and push dirt or muck or anything that they might be around to sort of bury it a bit, if possible. There's this giant spider kind of like <laughs> dirt onto it. <laughs> it into the water. Oh yeah, 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 actually that's not a bad idea. We can drag it to the river. I imagine no one's going to help. <laughs> oh, I would probably help. You see, the storm has added a little bit of extra um, flow to the, the current of this river, and as you manage to drag this this body through the mud, and throw it down, it doesn't take long for it to begin just sort of slowly floating away and out of view. I use this moment to, uh, to sort of console Mikhail Sela. So when the, when the people forget their duty, they are no longer human. They become something less than beasts. You know, there is no place in the bosom of humanity, nor in the hearts of humanity. Let them die. Let them be forgotten, my son. And like after that, like he stops talking and there's like a pause. Mikel looks over. You're talking to me, Guff? Sorry, sorry, I was a bit zoned out there. Yes, every day is a lesson. I just assume he's always paying attention. <laughs> As I imagine we will then head back up and join the others. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You're you're very close to the edge of that the, the the river anyway, so everyone could kind of could kind of see and witness this. And I imagine, do you plan to move? <laughs> as a group within the, the compound grounds and, and towards the, the main tavern door? Or do you want to explore elsewhere in the yard? I would want to go and check on the horses. And I want to see what uh, death and decay may be in store for us inside. I assume it's not good. Other bodies that must be attended to? So as you all enter this compound, um, there are three buildings here um, within the fences. The main one that you can see, two stories, um, is the inn itself. Immediately to your right, as you enter this back gate, uh, two stories as well, um, there is another little building that appears to be like a garage, like a, a place for, for carts with a, a second story above as well, some, maybe some kind of quarters. And then of course the third building in the far corner is the stables. Uh 
I know it's, I assume it's still storming, but it, are we only just hearing the horses, distressed horses, or is there the sounds of anything else particularly that we might, as we're moving closer towards, I assume you're coming with, we're all going through the gate together? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll go with, I'm, I'm going to be, be last for sure. Um, it's 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 really difficult <laughs> to hear anything over the sound of this this heavy storm okay. and the thunder. It's, it's still going. Yeah. Izzy's just kind of got her head down against the rain and just plowing forward. <laughs> I imagine that uh, if Rudolph's in front, just following behind, just w- whichever direction he leads. Like, just, let's just get there, out of the rain, out of the rain. You're a farming uh, stock. Perhaps you can tend to these uh, neighing curs. Horses. Is what we generally call them around here. Ah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely be going in, seeing if I can settle these horses. Mikkel will go with her. Cause he's actually quite a good hand with animals. And of course, Mikkel, you would know that in the middle of the stables, uh, outside of the where the horses are, um, was a dead stable boy on which this mutant was feasting. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is what is all. You're right, that's, uh, There's. There's a little bit of a um, a scene in there. That that thing that chased me back, yeah? He was um, having his midnight meal, I think we'd say. Oh. May have been some poor lad that, uh, wrong place, wrong time, if you get a drift. Oh, that's... That, that's unfortunate, but I, I'm no stranger to death. It's it's harsh times on a farm. Every You see the life cycle of many a creature. Something yeah. you'll have to terms with. Didn't think you were of the... Uh, Weak sensibilities type. Not like that uh, left Francois one. Looks, oh. he looks like he probably turned a bit green if he saw this himself. What a nonce. Have you, have you seen his dress? Oh, is that? Yeah, I was wondering about that one. Oh, it uh, may be of interest to both of you to know. I'm actually very good at uh, hearing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just. Oh, yes. the future. Good at words. I'm good at listening to. Good at everything, but good day's part work. Just quickly, as uh, Daisy and uh, Mikkel enter, push open the doors and enter into the stables. Um, what is uh, Rudolph and Dominic doing? Are you hanging back and waiting for them, or are you going to just by yourselves make your way towards the front door of this inn? Uh, yeah, we'll definitely head towards the front door. I guess I will too. Cool. Um, yeah, you walk through the grounds and head to the front door of the inn. You can definitely see uh, through the um, through the curtains. The curtains are drawn, but you can see just through the curtains a soft glow that though there's light from inside. And as you get closer, although it was impossible to hear over the storm, as you get right to the door, you can hear the sounds of some merriment from inside. You know, it doesn't sound like a huge amount of people, but, uh, you know, you could hear some conversation and some drinks being had. You know, chairs scrape, bottles clink. Seems like the kind of place I would like to go. Uh, What do you say? Maybe there's life in this uh, tavern after all. Curious how they did not hear through this storm or no. Uh, Make haste, shall we... Have a drink? Oh, God, yes. I think the others can uh, handle the uh, the horses. It's what they do best. Agreed. Uh, well, can we, did the door go up to, and I assume just push it open? It is bolted. Ah. 
Curious. They have <laughs> seem to not be expecting uh, visitors this late. Do the oh, the sounds that we're now we're like basically right near the door, the sounds of merriment inside. I, I know that's obviously a, a joyful thing, but it, it's not like uh, like it's very audible that we can hear human speaking and drinking or plates scraping and that kind of thing. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a. You can give me an intuition as well if you'd like to. Yeah, why not? Just, uh, just I hold my arm up just about to, like, thump, and then I just decide to just put my, which you can see by my picture, quite large ear to the door. <laughs> uh, any just normal challenge? Challenging? Uh, actually, I will say, again, because of this storm, um, yeah. just a difficult, not a hard. Oh, that went well. <laughs> yeah, sounds like wood. <laughs> it's impossible to make out how many or, you know, what kind of mood they're in. But there are people inside drinking in an inn, which, um, from your experience, is quite a normal thing for an inn. A couple of rat-a-tat-tats on the door. As you rat-a-tat-tat... I get behind. I get behind him. <laughs> as, as you rat-a-tat-tat, there is a brief moment of silence. And you hear sort of like, it's like that clink and then a scrape of a chair, and then stop. And then you you hear footsteps then begin to approach the door, and you hear bolts being unlocked, and the door opens. But there's quite a pause between you knocking and the silence and someone actually coming to the door. And um, you see he opens the door a crack and looks at you, and you see this horrendously fat character uh, and he looks at you and he looks almost surprised to see you. He says, oh, 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 please, uh, oh, come in, come in. As he pulls the door open and leads you in. And as he opens the door to expose the bar room to you, you see there are three people in there. There's a, a gentleman by the fire. He um, appears to be quite a handsome gentleman, big blonde, curled, twirled moustache and a nice ponytail. And he's wearing the um, the uniform of a road warden. It's basically, you know, the police who go up and down the streets and make sure he, uh, make sure people are safe. And uh, he says, oh, oh, I wasn't expecting anyone this late. As this fat guy sort of steps into the into the tavern room, the bar room. Come in. Oh, and uh, we weren't expecting to be so late. Oh, I... You best come in. He sort of goes to close the door behind you and bolt it up again. There are two others out there uh, and uh, of our party, and uh, we are seeking. Out there, you know, food. Out, out there in the storm. Oh, oh, we had to lock up. We were worried about, uh, uh, you know, mutants and marauders and whatnot. It's dangerous out there. Oh yes, we know. Oh, aye. and it is good to be worried, son. Well, they're coming. Uh, two companions are tending to your horses and soothing their frustrations. They will be in shortly. Why, oh, horses, eh? And, and uh, we will have uh, food and meat and anything you have of offer. I understand it is late. No, oh, I suppose you'd be wanting some food then, eh? And um, you see, he looks uh, back towards the bar, and you hear a um a loud thud and clunk as um. You see this um, other figure begin to sort of mop up behind the bar and uh, sort of pull out some old, some, some, some glasses and begin filling them with ale. And he's sort of got a little mop as well. So he's cleaning. He sort of looks at you with these large kind of uh, protuberant eyes. 
And then he sort of mops that up and moves the mop into the kitchen and emerges back from the kitchen and begins making some ale. And you see the, the gentleman by the fire, this blonde-haired uh, gentleman with a moustache, he's toking on a pipe. He's got his feet up on another chair. He takes his feet up off the chair and um, sort of gestures to you to sit and sort of looks around. He says, oh, evening. It's a rough night out there. A very rough. Yes, very rough. He gestures for you two to, uh, to join him. A fellow member, a defender of the innocents, we will join you. Please, come tell me a story. I've, uh, it's just been us three here all night, so uh, it'll be nice if, uh, you know, you could uh, tell us what you've been up to. I would sit down with a, a somber demeanor and be like, before we tell us, I would be interested in understanding why, what story you have of not being on the roads this evening. Because I would recognize that he's uh, wearing the gear of someone that might be mm. a guard, I assume, or a defender. Mm, of course. And he kind of uh, has a little puff of his pipe. Um, and we might just cut away from there for the moment. Yes. Back to uh, back to Daisy and uh, Mikkel as you, um, you know, enter these stables and you see this body of this poor young stable boy dead and blood blood across the floor and these horses have calmed slightly but they're um still still very spooked as they're sort of softly neighing such a senseless waste of life no girl no girl <laughs> easy now it's always a shame when they don't even make it to manhood poor lads as i said wrong place wrong time yeah the horses are more settled than not i fear they'll be uncomfortable in this storm regardless of what we do to them. It's one of those awful nights. Do the horses look like they've actually been taken care of, or do they look like they've just been, like, thrown in here? Um, no, 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 they look like they've been taken care of. It looks like the stable boy's been killed only recently. I guess if they're already being taken care of, and, and as Daisy would be right, they're not going to really calm down in this kind of storm anyway. Yeah, and I, I imagine, like, after having sort of, like, calmed them for a few moments and just being in there and then realising that the other two aren't <laughs> with us or coming back and like, we should probably see what they've, what, where the other two have gone. I, I don't trust that old weird priesty boy going on about God and demons and salvation, all those big words. And, I mean, look, they're probably getting along very well together, but it's best not leave them alone by themselves. Look, you're not half wrong, you're not... Uh... Two people would like to talk and probably don't listen much either to each other, so... I mean, to be fair, it was probably quieter out here with the horses, but, but... There's probably food and drink in there, so uh, we probably should have a look. <laughs> Agreed. Let's leave these beasts to their restless night. <laughs> um, as you make your way to the, uh, back to the, uh, inn... Um, inside we see, uh... Yes, Hans by the fire. As you, Rudolph and Dominique, sit down to join him as he puffs on his pipe. You see he um, lights it up again, takes another puff, and he says, uh, out on the road in this storm. I've been on the road all day. This is, uh, oh, no, no, this is where I'm uh, holed up for the night. Although I'm uh, a bit of a night owl myself, hence why I'm still up enjoying a drink with uh, the old landlord here, uh, all the other guests, uh, Went to bed quite early. That's my story. That's about it. Got into a skiff with a few marauders. You know how it goes. Um, but uh, other than that, a pretty, uh, pretty uneventful day for a, for a road warden. Just 
marauders, or did you have some less than natural experiences? Fortunately, no. Made it here before the uh, storm kicked up, so uh, I was lucky in that regard. If he was hiding something, could I do a gossip check to, like, get him to say more? Um, I mean, if you had something specific in mind that you're trying to, you know, I guess coerce him into talking about. But I think if it's just sort of a general trying to get him to open up and, and talk to you. I think I just sort of, I was thinking about just kind of learning, you know. Oh, yeah. No, no. I mean, yeah, for sure. Is. You can make a gossip check if you're trying to sort of like get more out of him about like what's been happening on the roads and stuff you can make a gossip check just challenging so i have a question if you reverse a 50 does it become a five are you do you have a skill that allows you to reverse the numbers talent called gregarious you just like talking to other folk and it seems they like talking to you you may reverse any failed oh i didn't fail though never mind okay ah yeah, that's really cool skill though mm, mm, that is very cool i like that's it incredibly good a 50 uh marginal success you see he kind of looks left and right and he looks back at um the guy that was mopping the floor as he moves into the kitchen and then you see otto the landlord the fat guy kind of move back in the kitchen as well and he kind of leans in he says um why have you seen mutants i uh, don't want to alarm you at all but uh yes Bugger. there's a dead one outside we killed it collectively as a group we all contributed do not look so surprised <laughs> the warrior priest walks in here surely we have reasons to be and he says um where did you find us sir this mutant then he was a uh, spider creature mutant eating a young boy out in the the yard there and he says the stable boy and then at that point you hear the knocking at the front door that's probably them now you see otto then this 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 enormous fat uh, landlord emerge from the kitchen he says oh all right and this is your friends is it and he sort of steps out from behind the bar and sort of taps on his apron awkwardly and he looks back at you and says, how many? As he makes his way to the waddles towards the door. Just two. Oh, all right. Uh, Daisy and Mikkel, there's sort of an awkward pause as you're standing at the front door waiting for it to unlock before it finally opens. And there's this, this enormous fat man open the door as his blotchy sort of face looks down at you. So, come in. Thank you very much. This is very cozy. Oh, I've said I... that about every single place so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid we don't have any rooms, though, for the night. We're all booked up. A comfy chair will do me fine. Just being out of the rain is... is, oh. is, is we'll sleep enough. on a chair. Are you sure there's is... no... Up and down. No beds at all. Oh, uh, no, we have the, we do have uh, beds in the common room. Um, no individual rooms, but uh, if you don't mind sleeping on the bunks. Oh, oh I don't mind that. Oh, I don't. I'm much rather that than sleep outside right now. Right. Any bed will do. A holy life is a humble life. It will have to do, I guess. 
<laughs> Daisy's probably just doing a massive eye roll anytime Dominic complains or makes a comment. Dominic biting his tongue. At that point, Dominic, um, you see this, uh, this, uh, the other servant kind of emerge, the one with the kind of slightly bulgy eyes and kind of hunched over um, with uh, two mugs of ale, and he passes one to Rudolph and one to Dominic, and you see they're quite dirty. You. Hmm. <laughs> he just Daisy, I think this is uh, for you. Uh... Pleasure. I mouth a prayer of, like, <laughs> Sigma, protect me, as I just take a swig. <laughs> Do you have any wine? No wine? Oh, I'm afraid not. That's unfortunate, I suppose. <laughs> I have some ale. It's good for you. I'll put some meat on that bones. Nobody wants meat on the bones of a, ma- a male bottle. Okay. <laughs> not in not in this place. Hans puts his arm around you, Dominic, and he says, Oh, come on. Have an ale with us. I will have an ale. I am. Um, lad. I my, like, best Bretonian I can and, and say that it's not bad. So I actually speak Bretonian. <laughs> but not well. <laughs> I butcher the accent. <laughs> I just say your accent is atrocious and I am deeply offended. <laughs> okay, uh, ale it is. Does anyone care for a game of cards by any chance? Awesome dice. I've got to we play that too. Happy to take any of the money you got. I only know go fish. <laughs> I, I don't know if you can bet on that. I, I just played it with my ma. Look, I'll be honest, I'm willing to bet on anything. Really, when push comes to shove, I'll give it any, any kind of game a go with some betting. I do not gamble, but uh, fate is all decided for me. So do well, not then, be offended if, fate- if I win. If fate's on your side, then you may as well throw some money down. It'd be wrong to deny a chance at fate, would it not? Yeah, you see, now that's the, that's the uh, behaviour we want, isn't it? That's the attitude. Hans, the road warden, who's there with you, kind of leans in. You know, just as Otto goes off to fetch some more uh, ales. Um, and he leans in and says, um, oh, I'd be keen to play some cards. Um, but he sort of leans in a bit more. He says, but first, what the hell is this about a dead boy? Ah, poor boy. He is dead? He he was killed? The the stable boy. You see he puffs on his pipe and leans back a little bit. Hmm. Looks over at Otto, who's uh, currently pouring some ales behind the bar. So Otto's the, like, innkeeper sort of thing? The the fat landlord, yes. The other two be like, did, did you tell him the stable boy was killed? Are you talking to me? Yeah, you, you, and the priesty. Uh, we just told this gentleman here. And, um, I look confused. I assumed you would have uh, dealt with the lad and put him a few feet under. No. In this weather, he'd float right back up again. Uh, I'd be a, a little bothered by the fact that there's a, a, a just a corpse hanging out outside. Well, we thought we thought we'd better just leave him here until uh, a priest had something to say over the top of him. It doesn't seem right. It's to bury the poor lad there for no reason when uh, he hasn't been blessed by no one. Hans waves his hand and says, "Um, yeah, yeah, that's probably correct. We can deal with the with the with the boy's body um after the storm." But Otto told me that the stable boy had run off. He's 
definitely dead. Geographically speaking, he, he was a boy in the stables. I, I don't know if he was your stable boy or just <laughs> a boy seeking shelter there who, you know, got slaughtered coincidentally, but, uh... Or a boy who know. just likes stables. <laughs> and then there's a boy who just likes stables. Or horses. <laughs> or perhaps it stabled the boy to be stable. <laughs> I think you should uh, both sit down before you hurt yourselves. Um, <laughs> it, it definitely was the stable boy. <laughs> I'm just quaffing more ale, <laughs> dribbling it down everywhere. <laughs> Speaking of which, I do love that there is a consume alcohol skill on our list. Oh yeah, no, it's a skill. Oh yeah, let's use it. Skill I was like going to say we're going to we're going to use the um, have a little practice using the consume alcohol and have a little practice using the <laughs> uh, gambling skill as well because at that point I'll say um, Otto, the fat landlord, comes back with two more large tankards of ale. Again, the glasses don't appear to be washed as he plops them down in front of you, and he lets out a sigh and looks kind of awkward and he says, "Well." I suppose you'd be wanting some food then, all right? Uh, I guess I can rustle something up for you. He begins to make his way back towards the kitchen. As he goes, I, s I go, I say, uh, my man, um, do you have any uh, servants or anyone who could give me a hand with some of my luggage? Oh, oh, I. Uh, <laughs> the servants are asleep in the servants' quarters, though, which is out there in the adjacent building. I suppose if you do want to brave the storm, but, uh, oh, I'm sorry, where is your luggage now? I left it by the stable. Should I get the stable boy? Or? Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you can find him, sure. I assume he's probably in the servants' quarters, although I haven't seen him. I think maybe he got, uh, maybe he got spooked by the storm. Daisy says under her breath, eaten more like. What was that? Okay, well, uh, I'm I'm sure I'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, no, it's okay. <clears throat> I just I'm sure Hans here would give you me. a hand. <laughs> yes, he's very helpful. Um, I'll talk to him. Thank you. Right. Do I, is there something? Can I roll? I don't know. I guess intuition to see if he is as dumb as he seems. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, give me a challenging intuition test, please. Doesn't matter. An impressive failure. Oh, look, he just seems like a, a fat landlord who's who's probably flustered by the storm and, and everything that's going on. Looks like someone Daisy would probably get along well with. Hey, Dominique just <laughs> looks up and goes, this place is disgusting and I cannot wait to leave. I'd rather take your chances out there in the rain. God, choosy beggars are cold dead beggar. I will stay. I would like everyone... Let's do this. Let's make a um, consume alcohol check. This is something that if you fail, you get a, um, like a minus 10 penalty to some certain skills, so like weapons and ballistic skills and stuff. But because this is only ale and uh, not particularly strong, I won't make it difficult. I will make it an easy difficulty consume alcohol check from everyone, please, as you sip this ale i assume they make it because like it's it's funny that it's a skill but i it's probably cleaner than water oh. right? like in olden days oh, so yeah. everyone would be consuming alcohol mm, 
Uh, so Daisy oh. got a critical failure with a nice 99 there on the dice. Jesus, talk about being able to hold these alcohol. Dominique. Oh my he god, these are some high rolls. Drinks all the time. <laughs> He's probably drunk right now. <laughs> Clearly a stronger brew than they would have in their monastery. <laughs> Oh, so Mikkel, yeah, mate, is, Mikkel uh, can... This is piss water. Yeah, mate, you can, you can really throw them away. Success level three, success level two from Dominique. Uh-huh. Uh, although, a failure from both Daisy and Rudolph. Uh, what this means for you is a minus 10 penalty to all weapon skill, ballistic skill, agility, dex, and intelligence-based tests. Which works perfectly as we lead in the gambling. Hell yeah. <laughs> I imagine at this point, Mikel, you pull out the cards and begin to shuffle. Oh yeah. And he does like all the fancy tricks with them. Like he waterfalls them, sprays them out on the table, folds them over backwards. All right, so we're gonna play a, 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 uh, a round of Sigmar's Hammer. Essentially, I'm going to give you each three cards, you're going to give me one back, and then I'm going to give you two more, and then I'm going to give you one back, and then you're going to give me three more, I'm going to give you two back. We all understood that one, yeah? We all know the rules. You're going for the high card, low card, then low card, high card. Sweet? Cool. Here we go. As he just looks up, anyone have any threes? <laughs> <laughs> no? Uh, okay, and then like reaches for the pack <laughs> to take a card. <laughs> He's like, no, no, lass, no, no, you throw me one. You know what? Just turn your hand over, I'll do it for you. Huh? <laughs> Good lad, quaffs more ale. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is going to be, uh, for the first round, intelligence checks. Gambling, sorry, if you've got gambling as a skill, it'll be gambling checks. If you don't have gambling, then it's just uh, just an intelligence test. It will be just a a challenging difficulty for everyone. I will say it will be average for the first round for Mikkel because you're familiar with this game. And then, of course, for the two that failed their consume alcohols, being Daisy and Rudolph, you'll be rolling gamble. Exactly. And I'm also going to roll for Hans. Read them and weep. Alright, so my target, my target number was 71, and I got a 13. So that was an astounding success with six successes. Incredible. So would I go to a challenging roll then? Because that's the one step down from average, or would I go difficult with the minus 10? You... Difficult. I think I was the only one who got average. Yeah. Yes. Alright, so then... So just roll roll as a difficult, yes, because you're adding... Cool. Oh, do we yep, use yep, our yep. fortune? Do I waste points? <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> wow. Astounding right. failure from Daisy as a 97. So Hammer was a great idea. Oh my god. I feel That's... like Mike Mikhail knew this bar. Mikhail <laughs> <laughs> organized the carriage being derailed. <laughs> just to just to lead us here to show. Wow. <laughs> closest anyone got to Mikkel was a minus four to his plus six. Yes. So Mik- ten <laughs> steps of difference. Mikkel, Basically robbed us. Yes. Mikkel got a plus six. Uh, yeah, the next one below that was Rudolph with a minus four. Dominique with a minus five. Hans also with a minus five. Not doing great. And then, of course, Daisy with a minus 
eight. Still asking for those threes. <laughs> playing a playing an entirely different game. Different game. <laughs> Ever bet against a sailor? Arn says, jolly good. Certainly know your cards. Yeah, uh, I'd say it was very, very jolly good. In fact, uh, ended up pretty well. While we sleeping in a small pile of coins tonight, then. Looks like this seaman is a master better. As he roars in laughter and quaffs more ale still. <laughs> Confused at how it's funny. I look at her being like, well, he is. Fate smiles on us all. Uh, it just didn't look my way. Now, Dominique, Hans leans back in towards you, this, uh, this road warden, and he says, Now, you asked me a few questions. Um, I'd like to ask you, what is it that four heavily armed people doing roaming the roads at night? You know, we have had problems with bandits. Just always prepared to cook, really. And since you are maybe inquiring that we are uh, bandits or some kind of ne'er-do-wells, and I can only say that my response is, look at me and just think about the question again. I'd um, pull out the religious order and symbol and documentation, apparently, that I have. And be like, we near travelers, while heavily armed, are armed with faith, and I, these companions are under my guise as we bring about just resolve for those who need help. He says, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, what he said. I was just asking. I mean, you know, otherwise, who else would be out on a night like this, I suppose? And, you know, um, I guess your, uh, your, your sudden appearance kind of unnerved the landlord somewhat. I mean, ideally, we would have uh, arrived earlier, but the coach was, um, it broke. Oh, dear. And uh, at that point, um, Otto, the landlord, sort of stumbles out of the kitchen with a tray of food. He says, all right, uh, I managed to uh, rustle something up for us. Uh, please uh, talk in, and uh, when you're ready to head up to the rooms, uh, old uh, Fagor here will take you up to the rooms. We can sort out the rent in the morning. He puts the plates of food down in front of you. Delicious. Thank, th- thank you so much, sir. All right. Appreciate it humbly. What's on the plates? You know, uh, a stew. It looks like it's been stewing for quite some time. You know, a lot of places like this will just you know, add stuff to the never-ending stew and put more things in and keep the kind of stock going forever. So it's just a very rich, thick, warming stew and a little hunk of very hard bread. Pot of grey, we, we like to call it. Yeah, little Mikel Sealer. You, uh, I guess, sort of, you know, pull this pile of coins towards yourself after absolutely uh, obliterating everyone at this game at the same point that uh, Otto returns with these four plates of warmed stew and, uh, and stale bread that he plonks down on the table in front of all of you. And uh, Hans has another little puff on his pipe, and then he says... Uh, I might uh, head up to my room and uh, get some rest. You, uh, you all enjoy your meals. Would I am nod. Skill so, yeah, to roll. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're fine. I'm just eating food. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> skill to roll to see if he's like 
leaving because of his own accord or leaving because <laughs> of us. Um, yeah, yeah roll in, you could I'd say roll an intuition. Uh, make an intuition check, please. Just a um, challenging. Ooh, nailed that. Nice little 11 critical success. Nice. You've been rolling amazing. Incredible. That's some interesting. I will, I will say this. As the road warden stands up to walk away, we'll get to that in a second, but everyone can also make a perception test on this food placed down in front of you. But it's going to be a difficulty of very hard. Don't think I've succeeded. Oh, is this for all of us? Uh, whoever wants to, yes. Literally could not have succeeded. <laughs> you could have rolled a one. Oh, target number minus one. Oh, What's God. Target number was yeah. A five. <laughs> yeah, you could have. <laughs> That's fine. You, um, you know, the, 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 the food looks fine. There's nothing special about it. It's just thick stew. It's like, ugh. It'll, it's sustenance. Um, but Daisy, as you sort of look up to see Otto leaving, he doesn't seem to be necessarily leaving because of you, but he gives a weird look to Otto, who sort of gives a little nervous look back. And then you notice on the back of uh, Hans's uniform, on the back collar, some blood. So he begins to walk away upstairs. <laughs> Daisy would just sort of presume that most people have a similar life to her, in which, you know, having to deal with the hard cases of killing <laughs> animals and shits, you know, errant blood splatters, probably just be like, alright, like, sure. <laughs> that's that's fine, you know, probably just slaughtered something and just got a bit of blood on the back of his neck. It, it happens. <laughs> there's looks between the landlord, though. And little knowing looks. But then also, you know, she's dumb as a doorstop, so that's that's about the end of her intuitive perception <laughs> and what any of that means. It's just guffawing down this delicious, delicious slop. And what about uh, Mikel and Dominique? Uh, do you scoff down the food also? Uh, no. No, uh, Dominique turns his nose up at, at it. Mikel will definitely eat it. He's had worse when he's been in the sea. No, in, on the river, sorry. He hasn't been in the sea yet. No problem. I would like Rudolph, Daisy, and Mikkel, three of you, to please uh, roll 2d10 plus your toughness bonus. It's 11 for Rudolph. And mm -hmm. he uh, humbly accepts the soup and takes a, takes a little taster to see what it will be like before he dives in. Mm. That is an 18. A uh, 13. Lucky number 13. Lucky number 13. Uh, a few minutes um, after that, Otto comes back out of the kitchen and he says, uh, All right, I'll, uh, I'll take you up to your rooms then. The common room, that is. I guess lead the way. Much obliged. All right. This is probably eating a few spoonfuls out of the bowl that Dominic didn't touch. Like, just nodding. <laughs> Still cramming mouthfuls in. Still juice on the chin. Yeah. He says, uh, as he... Uses one ham-sized arm to wipe her face. Otto, um... Otto says, yeah, right, follow me, and begins leading you upstairs. He says, oh, I'm very sorry we didn't have any private rooms, my lady. Uh, 
see, we've got a coach party who's taken all the rooms, so you have to uh, share. And the, uh, the hallway is on, uh, wet and, uh, uncarpeted. And, uh, as he sort of, uh, moves through the hallway, you get to the, uh, the common room. He opens the door and it's pretty dirty. And, uh, the bedding itself appears to be kind of soiled. Uh, and did you say it was wet in the hallway as well? It's wet and there's no carpet. Yeah, it's just wet wood. Uh, wow. Dominic could be right at home. He's not touching anything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Mikhail's probably. You've been in worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Daisy would be like, oh, you know, it's it, it's fine. My my sleeping clothes are much, much the same as my living everyday clothes. I'm sure it won't be an issue. Dirt does not bother, but the damp uh, is something I detest. Otto it's says, uh, "Moist." Oh, I'm sorry. In this storm, it's the best I can do. Oh, I understand. Right, the well, stable was drier than this. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be sleeping out there on a night like this. There's a reason we locked up. Well, thank you. You're you're a good man for taking us in. Oh. Telling this one all night, beggars can't be choosers, so thank you. Why? I think that beggars can't be choosers so long as they act like beggars. Um, all you need to do is fake it till you make it. <laughs> never no way never you can ask fake for more. Milking a cow. <laughs> yes, but you can fake having money. <laughs> Don't worry about money, we'll sort the money in the morning. You'll get some nice rest now. As he leaves, I'd be like, I've never known someone to be less concerned about money. Usually they're they're quite sticklers for getting everything up front. You hear the sound of, as the door closes, you hear the sound of Otto turning the key from the other side in the door lock. So the door to the common room is now locked and you are inside. Rudolph, you begin to feel very lightheaded. Well, may I appear to <laughs> perhaps uh, a little too much ale? You had or one drink? Uh, clearly strong stuff. Mm. I don't so know sit, about that. Sit down on the bunk. You can't keep yourself awake. You just pass out. You feel like, yeah, you can't even prop yourself up anymore as you just collapse. Mumble some words and some perhaps minor songs as I just sort of snore off <laughs> in class I assume on the bottom bunk that's men of religion for you lazy as the day is long can I tell that uh, it's not drink I feel like I um, have some idea of what I mean do you have any sort of medical r- related skills no but I have a lot of being who I am and the kind of people I keep company with I would recognize the effects of alcohol and the effects of <laughs> non-alcohol maybe very well the effects of like drugs or something yeah, yeah exactly true Monique's definitely the type of dude to be roofied I will allow you to make a uh, make an intelligence um roofie check <laughs> make an intelligence related check um and I will actually make it uh difficulty of easy as you sort of look upon Rudolph's behaviour. 
That is a 97. My God. Nice. <laughs> to be clear, you needed to roll below a 74. And you rolled <laughs> 97. Dominique, um, you, you know, you're, at first you're a little suspicious. So like he had one bloody drink, but then you kind of think, well, you've never drunk with this man. You don't really know him. You're just traveling companions. So who the fuck knows what's going on with this guy? Okay, well, our uh, fanatical front has passed out for the evening. Um, did you all hear the door lock? Or was that just me? I mean, I've never stayed somewhere as fancy as this. So it's usually just the old homestead, <laughs> but I, it makes sense to lock us in, right? Make sure we don't go no, pilfering no, through it, any it of the stuff. That's nope, not how that works at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hotel standard, surely. Yeah. <laughs> Are there windows? There is a window in this room. Did seem odd that he wasn't really concerned about getting any money from us. He didn't really care even if we had any. He was just sorted in the morning. And what I know of businessmen, I mean, down at the market, you, you can't get tick from anyone. It's always money up front. So that's, that's it's different business practice. That's, Daisy, that's what I'm used to. As you're trying to sort of finish this thought, you feel extremely drowsy and you begin to feel your knees buckle and as you begin to collapse under the weight of yourself, you feel like you're about to pass out. Oh, that's, that's my bit. Oh, and then just crumples up like a sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I tell with with Daisy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Now this is getting real. Now this is getting really suspicious, Dominic. Um, I will say you can make another uh, intelligence-based check. This time, I'm gonna give you a very easy difficulty. Roll another ninety. Do it. Yeah. Am I also like still awake? You're still awake, Mikhail. You're fine. That is an was eighteen like... on a target of ninety-four. Astounding Sur success. And surprisingly, um, Mikhail is actually. Incredibly intelligent. Ah. As you, uh, yeah, as you, as you look at Daisy collapse, you just see a tiny sort of bit of foam around the mouth, Dominic. Mikkel, you notice this as well, and you've seen this before. Kurtz. Kurtz is a drug made from the uh, Gortziet plant, and uh, it makes people drowsy or uh, in large doses makes them do exactly that. Collapse like Daisy Doobles. Do I know if they can be woken up? You don't think so. You've just got to kind of wait it out. How about, like, for how long? Anywhere up to ten hours. Oh, you stupid big woman. You ate so much stew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are all drugged. Uh, my friend, you're going to pass out, probably. And then maybe we're going to die. <laughs> 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 I'm open to suggestions. Don't really know, lad. No idea. Tell you what, Gov, how about we slap around a bit, see who we got? Uh, you can try. <laughs> I will walk up and drop <laughs> You can try, fucking Dominic, <laughs> lazy, pansy-ass fucking model. Can't do anything. <laughs> who who do you try to slap uh, awake first, uh, Break Mikael? a nail on someone's face? Well, I'm not going to slap the large, burly woman that could beat the crap out of me. Um, we're going to try the other guy. Beautiful. 
Yeah. Rudolph, give me a um, give, Rudolph. Rudolph, make it. Make a um, uh, uh, just a challenging endurance test for your endurance skill. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. <laughs> Uh, as you slap him across the face, <laughs> you just feel like you're doing more damage than uh, than help. <laughs> An impressive failure. I just haven't rolled anything above a failure. Below, yeah, I don't yeah. think. Um, I'll allow Daisy, Miss Daisy Doobles as well, to make a uh, just a, a challenging endurance test, please. Challenging endurance test. All right, there we go. Endurance. That's that's just a regular failure. It's a sixty-seven when target number thirty-nine. Daisy vomits a little. <laughs> For God's sake, someone turn her on her side. <laughs> Mikhail, good medicine checks there. Mikhail, at this point, you begin to feel lightheaded as well. Oh dear! I turn and be like, right, Gav. Uh, I think I'm going down too. All right. Um, see you on the other side, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so nonchalant. <laughs> first time he's been Shanghai. Right, we're in Satan. <laughs> and uh, no, Dominic I'm... will talk us out of this. <laughs> Dominic, you see, Mikel Sailor pass out. Um, I've been making rolls for how many hours uh, it's going to be. Little secret rolls, but I will allow you to uh, as well, Mikel, make a um, make a challenging endurance test. See if you can. Cut, shave some hours off this as well. Is that a failure? That is a failure. It was 62, so a failure of minus three. Hmm. I'm, I'm just imagining you giving a little salute to Dominic before, like, passing out. It's hard <laughs> on the floor. As he collapses backwards, yeah. So, Dominique, you find yourself alone in this room, your companions passed out on the beds and on the floor as you are locked in. And that is where we will leave this episode of RPG Quest. Alright, thanks very much, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Have a good one. Take care, everyone. Thank you. Well, we will be back next time. In the meantime, don't forget to like and subscribe if you haven't already. We are also on YouTube and Patreon. And please tell your friends. We'll see you next time on RPG Quest. RPG Quest.